This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Post Game Show with Al and Jerry. All right, here we go. On a Thursday, we wrap up the podcast week. I'm very interested, too to find out the topics that Al has because I feel like he ran through them all on the short show sheet that we had today. What's up, Al? Oh, hi, Jerry. You even during the show said that you had concerns about topics. Uh, Topics for the actual show, not for the post-game podcast. Oh, so you have a lot of topics. Well, I have a decent amount of topics. Interesting. It would have been good if you would have actually told Craig that, that you were holding stuff back for the podcast. Well, that's what the uh, Craig ran one of our podcast promos that's going to run on the stream. Yeah, which, by the way, is really good. We ran one of those this morning for them to hear, and it was pretty much me saying uh, some of these topics I saved. But you'll notice, Jerry, when I get to these, none of these really would work on the Boomer and Carton shows. These are all non-sports-related show topics. Fair enough. I'm looking forward to it. All right, great. Well, you and I are both casually looking for homes in different areas of New Jersey. Um, Here's some. So we're on Zillow. We go on a, a realtor.com, that sort of thing. Right. There is a home listed in Columbia, South Carolina. Okay. Now, I know we're not looking there, but... I know where that is, though, so that's good. Very interesting uh, home listing here. It's uh, drawing interest for... Uh, let's see. It's in Case, Case, South Carolina, which is right near Columbia. Okay. States that the buyer of the home will assume responsibility for the mystery tenant upstairs who does not pay rent. <laughs> here's, the, <laughs> here's the quote on Zillow. Upstairs apartment cannot be shown under any circumstances. This is a home you'd be buying. Right. A buyer assumes responsibility for the month-to-month tenancy in the upstairs apartment. Occupant has never paid and no security deposit is being held, but there is a lease in place. Of what? It continues, yes, it does not make sense. Please don't bother asking. The listing price of the home is $130,000. 
but you assume responsibility for a mystery tenant living in the upstairs apartment of the home of which you can't open the door, you cannot charge him or her, and you are, quote, not to ask. How about the house is free and just get the hell out of it? I would never. Of course not. No normal person. Would I wouldn't do take that. that house for free. No, I, that's absurd. The How home. Do you know the guy's not going to come down and murder you one night. Right. The home was previously listed in 1997 for fifty two thousand dollars. Oh, so they're trying to make some cash. These people that are selling the house should have knocked on the upstairs thing and said, "FYI, we're selling the home." You don't know who's going to be moving in, murdering him. Uh, uh-huh. A hotpad listing, which I don't know what that is, Jerry. Uh, says that the upstairs apartment is occupied by a professional artist. Okay. Which means a very Why is eccentric person. the other one person. so vague, though? I'm not sure. It means a very sexual person? Eccentric. Like oh, I thought you said Bizarro. Sexual. Probably like painting with his own diarrhea or something bizarre oh, is going on. Disgusting. All Why right. would you even give me that image? Like, how do you even think of that? I guess that's really the question. Uh, yeah. How did I come up with that? Not sure. You think of artists and you think of someone painting with their own diarrhea? That's the first thing that comes to your mind? Is that something you wouldn't go see? No. Hmm. I wouldn't go see any art. You wouldn't? No. No. You would. I would not go to that. Of course you wouldn't. I would not. There was a a place around the corner here. Mm -hmm. Again, we were talking about, sadly, you were serious, uh, miniature golf in Manhattan. We did that on the warm-up. Coming up. I had just made reference to how expensive... Real estate is, and you know, office space or retail space in New York City, it's, it's through the roof. I mean, you're talking $40, $50, $60 a square foot. There's, as you walk here from Spring to Hudson or up Hudson from Spring, there's an art gallery that's got, I'm not joking, two paintings in it. <laughs> that, that's about, that sounds about as smart as your one whole miniature golf course. Like, who's buying that one painting? And if they don't, how do they pay rent? Or if they sell both, they got to be like, we're closed today. Right, exactly. We've got nothing here. Then what? I mean, it's really something. And it's a big space. And it's just a big white room with two paintings. Now, I've seen, it to me. I've seen this in other cities where, like, let's say a place like Asbury Park, where it's not cheap to have a storefront there, where occasionally something will look empty and have a couple paintings in it. My thinking is that... That's a building that's uh, up for rent or for sale that's in between occupants, and they donate that space in that time to art. And they must get some sort of donate to art. They must get some sort of write off. So, when you have, so at the end of the year, when you do your taxes, uh, and I know you do them yourself, I have an account. Turbo tax. In TurboTax, your accountant just punches all your stuff right into TurboTax. That's true. Do you look for donations that say artist donated to art? Right. I don't know how you would put that of in. Of course, because it doesn't make any sense. Oh. Donated to art. Yeah, I think that's what happens, though. Because I have funny. seen that in places. It is weird. Yeah. Unless they just offer, like, weak leases or something. Right, that could happen also. Uh, here's a uh, study, Jerry. Smiling may make you look older. Okay. Wrinkles? And I know 100% for me, when I smile in photos... My neck looks like the neck of a 60-year-old. Let me show you, Jerry. I know this is um, audio, but okay. I'm going to do but a, I can look. I'm going to do a regular just me not smiling for a photo. All right. And then I'm going to smile like I sw- smile for pictures. All right. Ready? So this Al's is going to st- I can't see behind okay. the microphone. So Al is just looking normal. Everything looks fine. Right. Now give me a smile. Yeah, you get a little wrinkly. 
Yeah, my neck veins all pop out. Yeah. They're connected to my mouth. Yeah. When my mouth moves up for a smile, it pulls all the muscles in my neck. Yeah, I know if you know this, but like your whole body's connected. Yeah. So yes, that does. Finding you that also out. get I get wrinkles here underneath my cheeks when I smile. So I totally I, it sounds right. Also I, makes you happier though. I told you when I when I really found out about this, it was here in the office when I was asking Bobby Dwyer to take a photo of me if I wanted to tweet out. It's right. going back a couple of years. And I said, oh, I'll take a picture, and I smiled. And he looked. He goes, how do you think it is? I go, eh. I go, let's take it again. I go, my neck looks weird. He he, not knowingly said seriously back to me, he he goes, dude, that's what your neck looks like. <laughs> I was like, wow. Hmm. Interesting. The problem with you is you have no protective fat. Right. No layer of protective fat in my neck. That's a great point. So you have a very thin neck because yeah. you don't have a lot of Extra a lot of fat meat. on your body. Mm-hmm. And so when you smile, your insides pop out. Right. Essentially. Which is not great. It's fine. It's veins. I mean, what are you going to do? I look you, like you a You do skeleton. get a little wrinkly, though, here. I do. Which is weird. When I smile? It's almost like it's... Or it's, not smiling. It's because when your head's down most of the time, uh, when you stretch it out, you see the wrinkle marks just because it's usually right. collected. Hmm. So that that's kind of not good. So much to my chagrin, you I'm really not... You walk around like this. I'm not perfect. Uh, you're you're not even close to perfect. Hmm. All right, because I had uh, a female Twitter follower, Sandy, did not care for my comments this morning when uh, we said that um, Adriana Lima did not look so great yesterday. She, she didn't in that photo. She didn't. She wrote to me, "Do you always look your best?" And you wrote, "Yes." I wrote, "I certainly do." Of course, I certainly do look my best. <laughs> you're funny. How about this, Jerry? How old are you now? May I ask? Uh, I just turned forty-three. God forbid anybody around here acknowledges it. Interesting. When was your birthday? It was in March. It was March. We're April, May now? S- Six weeks ago. Happy belated. No, it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> doesn't count. No damn Carvel cake. No cake. No Raptor. No cookies. No, no, no nothing. I'll take no, the Ford Edge. I no, mean, no floor mats. Nothing. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, one person, one person said happy Mark birthday Chernoff. to me. Mark Chernoff. He's got everyone's birthday in his calendar. Right. So that, that means the alert went off and he's on his stupid email. I guess I got to hey, talk to birthday, Jerry today. But you know what? The first something. person that wished You're me right. happy birthday was Mark Chernoff. And he's always uh, my first person as well. Yep. And uh, the only one. Very nice. For me. So check this out. You have something to look forward to, Jerry, if you're 43. A 43 new, more years? A new study shows that the best sex of your life happens at the age of 46. Look at that. They asked, they polled people in their 50s and 60s, and they said the happiest sex life, the best sex they've had in their life was at the age of 46. Okay. So you have something to look forward to. Great. I've passed mine. So you're on the downside. I'm on the downside. I'm still on the incline. You are on your way up. I would Good say news. the 40s a lot better than the 30s. Why is I that? Would say, I have no Why idea. would you say that? Why would you, what would you think is the reason? I don't know. Are you able to last longer? I don't know. You're less self-conscious? You're more confident in yourself? Never was self-conscious. I was. <laughs> but you just blurred that right out. I have no problem telling everybody. What does that mean, though, you were self-conscious? Like, I, you were what? You're looking down and saying what to yourself? Um, That's a good question. No, I would be uh, worried about uh, the act ending quicker than it should. And then at a certain age, or really once you get into a long-term relationship, you can laugh that off. <laughs> <laughs> Already? 
Doesn't that suck? Yeah, isn't that hilarious? <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's right already. Isn't that hilarious? Like I just told Jerry it was. Would you like a glass of wine now? <laughs> and then look, I'm th- these two stories are linked together. And this is no shocker, Jerry. Saturday is the day of the week when you're most likely to get lucky. Not in my house. Okay. <laughs> Monday, least likely. Okay. And it says that most couples, the overwhelming majority of ha- couples that are considered happiest, right? Okay. When they poll couples for happiness. Yeah. Couples that are the happiest have sex how often, Jerry, would you say? Happiest couples, study after study, shows a week. once a week. Really? Evidently on Saturdays. That's it, huh? Yes. That's when That's the happiest people are. So people that are seven times a week not happy? Not happy. You're co- overcoming something. You're covering up by showing that lots of sex means that you're closer together. How many something. days in a row in your life was the most? Days in a row? Yeah. At some point, you had to have a streak with someone. Days in a row. Three. <laughs> <laughs> And I may, and I may it? be, I may be padding that by a day. Really, I think when so. When you think back, no more than three straight days. Maybe when I very first figured it out. Maybe I guess. Wow. Okay. Maybe more the the uh, maybe a first girlfriend maybe because you don't you're, you're not used to doing that and it's exciting and new and you don't think it'll ever happen again, <laughs> especially when it takes twenty two years to happen the first time. <laughs> Maybe then. Interesting. All right. I would have thought more. Yeah. I would have thought more. I Did you? You, were, you had a record uh, that you were a journal you were keeping with no, this. No, wasn't. No, for yourself. But there I'm are, I mean, there are certain trips that you right. go on. There are certain um, periods you remember just because it was that good that week. Those were the sexy times. You would say. Uh, you could say that. Sure. Mm-hmm. I do. Yeah, I would like to say that. Uh, yes, but you can't because you're not even sure if you even got the three. Back to back. And a belly to belly. Right. I mean, you're good for a back to back. A back to back, or sure. But just still? No. Yes, yeah, still. Oh, still. Oh, of course, Jerry. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure I believe you anymore. Back to back. Hmm. All right. Interesting. I get very tired now, Jerry, these hours. Yeah, but what does that have to do with anything? Well, you get older, you do the hours. So, doing the afternoon. Afternoon? Yes. Afternoon, early evening. Mm-hmm. I mean, you of all people. Ain't no five-year-old knocking on your door. <laughs> That's true. Dad, what are you doing? Yeah, how do you do that when you have children? I've always told you very carefully. Yeah. That's all. Lock on the door is a good thing. I would be distracted, though, if I heard my kids in the house, even. That would throw me off. Uh, yeah, no, that, that happens. Throws off my concentration. That does happen. It's. I would say it is very easy for that to get knocked off track. Right. Yeah, that's true. Like but, if, I mean, otherwise, you know, there's no option, really. It's what it is. Right. You just live with it. But if I had my door locked and I heard my my ween would go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, I often wonder that, like, especially, like, in the old days when people used to live in very small homes. Sure, sure. Like, how that would happen. And at what age it stops. Yeah. That's another one. I guess when they're out of the house at their friend's house all the time. You know, I meant what age does the sex stop oh. between couples? That's what I meant. Oh, I see. 
you know. Well, 46 is at its peak. Right. So does that mean at 80 you're still going strong? No, no chance. Still going at all? No. No? No, I don't think you so. You use interest. I think it's just it's, it's enough already. <laughs> so what? You're just looking forward to the grave? No, I'm just saying like. Like if you don't have that, what do you have? The Mets? Television. <laughs> right. That's a terrible answer. The internet? TV and phones have ruined society. Yeah, TV and phones. Terrible, terrible, terrible. On-demand videos, movies, Netflix. Or as Craig will tell you, RedTube. RedTube for some people. You get the sense he watches that a lot. It comes up a lot. It does come <laughs> up a lot. I do like that he said he and his daughter were watching YouTube videos uh, for dancing, because yes, she, yeah, she yeah, does yeah. dancing. Yeah. And then he immediately punched in his own name for videos. He said <laughs> that I put in some Boomer and Carton videos for, which I'm sure 16, 17-year-old girls love Boomer and Carton videos. All right, let's uh, continue on here, Al. Jerry, this next story I uh, took out of today's paper, and thus the printing is small, I will put on my reading glasses. And he really is putting on glasses. And now you remember about your the, the turkey neck? Yeah. Now you really look old with the glasses. Oh, right. Now smile with the glasses on. Ugh. Ooh, just an old man. This was a very strange story I saw in the newspaper today, Jerry. It says that, you know, I'm, a, I'm the type of guy who, when my neighbors are loud, I would call the cops in a second. Yes, I know that. Well, a new directive has been put on the New York City police where they've been told if they get called because a party is too loud, neighbors are too loud, things are getting rowdy, they can go and knock on the door, but they cannot let themselves in like they used to be able to at a big party. Really? They have to be invited in. Or you can simply tell the t- the cops, go away, and they have to. I mean, it is your home. Right, but if they if you're being noisy... And there's, uh, you're disrupting others. I would love for the police to barge into a place. I know you would. I'm not surprised. I used to be surprised that they were allowed to just walk in. Really? I was. Yes. I, I don't know about you, but you go back to probably senior year in high school, a little bit in college, being at parties, and you know the hush would come over. The cops are here. The cops right. are here. Police. And people would start throwing the beer down the drain, and you know doing things they weren't supposed to be doing. They'd stop, and and they would walk in with the flashlight, and they'd start looking around. Right. Yeah, I'm all for that. Hmm. It says uh, NYPD will be hamstrung in breaking up out-of-control parties that could devolve into violence or gang shootings. Or orgies. More people will be shot and assaulted. Neighbors will lose sleep and garbage will be strewn about, complained one law enforcement officer coming from the New York Post this morning. Another law enforcement source said, I guess they're sick and tired of getting sued so often. The police. People were going to jail, sound systems were being broken or confiscated, and then the judges would throw the cases out. They've had enough of the lawsuits. This is a bad day for you. It's a good thing you don't live in New York City. Oh, my gosh. What would you do? I want the cops just barging in everybody's house. If you have nothing to hide, I will let the cops barge right into my Basking Ridge condo. There's nothing. I'm not hiding anything. Right, but so most what people do you are care? hiding something. Right. That's the problem. Of course that's the problem. That's not a surprise. Party crackdown, Jerry. Party crackdown. It's not happening. They said the cops used to confiscate so much sound equipment that the NYPD warehouse, quote, looked like PC Richard. <laughs> <laughs> Or Speaker City, another source said. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like that. When was the last time you called the cops? 
It's been a while. I'm I'm I will say this. I'm I'm overdue. You're overdue. I'm a little overdue. So to you're going to be, gonna be looking for someone jaywalking in Basking well, Ridge. I'm to, always looking to make but, that call. Uh, luckily, you have it on speed dial. Probably, oh, I have it in my phone. I speed dial no, but if if I punch in P O L for police, it comes, it right, comes up. right up. Interesting. Not emergency, Jerry. I do not use the emergency number. It's just the I report the main number. Yeah, to report suspicious activity. Hmm, interesting. How many times would you say? Yeah. Since you moved back from Florida. Okay. How many times did you say you've called the police? Mm. For some reason, over under six? I'll put the over under at six and a half. Oh, that's close. That's a great over under because it's probably right in that ballpark. Okay. It might be under. It might be like four or five. Not so bad. Not so bad. So it's not like it's once every three months. No. Kind of like the Tom Izzo piece where and it made it seem like you call every week. Oh, I do not call again. every week. Right. They I don't do think not I ever know call me. the cops. Really? I don't think so. I don't think so. I've had no I had no reason to. I just use it now to report suspicious activity. Yeah. And I saw a couple people walking around the neighborhood the other night when I left for work and I contemplated calling. Oh, I would have called. But they didn't look suspicious. They just looked like they were I don't know. Just walking around. One yeah, was but, on a bike. But it's in the talking. middle of the night in a suburb of New Jersey. But they were talking. I don't know. I just didn't get the sense they looked very uh dangerous. Okay. They looked like they were in their early teens. Right. So what I would do is I would lob a phone call to the police and say, just uh, take a cruise by and Yeah, make I guess sure. I could have done Maybe I'll do that next time. And I get those little bastards arrested. That'd be awesome. <laughs> I'll see it in the local paper. And then what I do is I call back in the afternoon and say, earlier today I would called. Would you really? No, I have. To find out? Oh, well, that was when your neighbor was looking at the the stars. Yes. And you called back <laughs> to find out and realized that. I called was- uh he was looking at a like a lunar eclipse of some sort. Oh, okay, that's what it was. And I called. I didn't know that at the time when I reported suspicious activity. <laughs> and uh, when I called back, the police said, "Oh, that was your neighbor. He was looking at the lunar eclipse." <laughs> so that was nice of them to give me the info. Uh, one other time, I'd called, and it was some kids had gotten out of uh, some uh, home for um, troubled teens. Okay. And the cops told me they were able to apprehend them and thanked me for my service. Yeah, well, that's the one you hang your hat on. Yeah, that's a good one. That's the one. If anybody ever questions you, you come back to this. Listen, I saved a burglary, probably. Right. Escaped teens. Or worse. Jerry, there's nothing worse than more than one teen looking for trouble. Pack of teens, group of teens, three teens. You're right. I agree. I'm out for that. I got no interest. You probably don't even go to the mall anymore, right? No, the mall is just... When That's the, a teen when was the haven. Last time you would say, and I don't mean Christmas time. Right. I think everybody at least makes one trip to the mall during Christmas season. Outside of Christmas season, can you even think of the last time that you boys? A lot of last times I'm giving you today. Yeah, last time you had sex three days in a row, which you really never came up with an answer. Can't give for. you that one. Last time you went to the mall to go shopping outside of Christmas season. Oh, I, I don't. I go every two months. I would say you do. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm you just a mall guy. Like you are. I like a mall. I won't go on a Saturday night when teens are walking around, but I'll go on like a Saturday afternoon. At noon with all the yeah, old people. definitely. Right. You'd be perfect for the 10 a.m. When is it opening? Let me get in. You got your little uh, Fitbit on mm-hmm. and just walking around the mall. The mall walkers. In. Yeah, you could join a little group. I'm going to be a great senior citizen. Do you realize this is scary? Mm-hmm. And this is for me, too. It's not all just right. for you. But, like, you and Craig are only five or six years away from, like, 
legitimately joining an over 55 community? Well, we're seven years away. Isn't he turning 49? He'll be 49. I'll be 48. Right. Yeah. So he's six. You're going to be seven. Mm-hmm. And a lot of those places will allow you in at 53 and 54 to get Ooh, you in. I hope so. Would you like, is that something you would think about? I'm looking forward to it. At 55? Yes. Is your girlfriend aware of these plans? She's not, no. You might want to keep that to yourself because she might be your ex-girlfriend very oh, quickly. She is not going to want to live a 55 and over lifestyle? I don't think at so. At a younger age? No, I don't think so. Hmm. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to it. Really? Yes. That doesn't signify to you like, God damn, what's happened to me? No, it signifies like, mm, quiet, probably not trouble. <laughs> probably no need to call the police. Probably no groups of well, teens Well, no, the police get called around. a lot to take dead people out. That, that's true. <laughs> oh, my neighbor's dead. Can you come grab him? And what's his place going for? It's this guy to go in the market. <laughs> yeah. Someone kicked the bucket. <laughs> I would just be peeking in my neighbors. Anyone uh, still alive in there? <laughs> like or is this home like on the market? <laughs> I could see me becoming a real estate agent for the 55 and over community. <laughs> and like when I'd have a, a client that uh, the, they couldn't find their right home, I'd be like, Mrs. Anderson on uh, Smith Street. She's not long for the... When that opens, I'll give you a heads up. <laughs> I'll get you a good deal. Yeah, I'll get you a great deal. It's right by the pool. You're going to love it. <laughs> <laughs> you are something special. That's right, Jerry. I got to go. All right, the warm-up is next. It was a pretty good one today. Uh, okay. You say see. Yeah, goodbye. So, it's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's just like Boomer and Carton without Boomer or Carton. Good luck with that. Well, good Thursday morning, Al. This portion brought to you by your neighborhood ace. Kind of a quiet night considering the Mets played yesterday afternoon. No Yankees. We get Yankees Astros starting tonight. That should be fun. And the Mets are now off, but a quiet Wednesday. Oh, hi, Jerry. What's up? I like to do that part. I know you do. I will be honest, Jerry. I totally forgot the Mets were on in the afternoon. I'm so used to watching them at sure. night. So it was like four something. I was settling. Hold on a second. Mr. Twitter didn't notice that the Mets were going? I didn't. Wow. But you're like this. 4.20 as I'm sitting down for dinner. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> that's right. I was like, oh, the Mets. How was the salmon and the baked potato? I went uh, chicken. Oh, grilled chicken, chicken. Baked potato. Sweet potato. That's right, right. Broccoli steamed. Right. I uh, settled in. I go, oh, perfect. Let me punch that on. There it is. Top of the ninth. Oh, perfect. Three to two. Familia on the mm. mound. They go, oh, this is good. No, it was not good. This will be over before I'm even... Done cutting my chicken. Yeah, how'd that go? Not well, Jerry. No, not well. I did kind of like that the Mets just let Familia hang out out there. But what else are you supposed <laughs> to do? Getting hammered. That guy looked like, you know what, a boxer is just getting pummeled. Yeah. And it's early in the round. You're like, hmm, he ain't going to make it to the end of this round because yes. there's no one to save him. That's what he looked like roaming around the mound, hit after hit after Think hit. Think about this. Their answer after the lead was gone was Rafael Montero. Yes, I see. So, yeah, there was nobody left. You know, the problem with that, there's so many issues with that game, um, not to bore anybody, but just quickly, A, you've got the bases loaded in the sixth inning, and you can't score a run with less than two outs. He brings up a Stribble Cabrera, not Michael Conforto, and Terry Collins. And I'm not, I like Terry Collins, so I'm not getting on him per se, but some of the things he did yesterday, like where's Conforto? Then we find out Conforto's got tightness in the hamstring. It wasn't just a rest day. Oh, that's fantastic. Uh, and then you look at what he does in the ninth inning after they give up the lead. Why? Why is Kevin Ploiecki hitting with the tying run on second after Flores tries to make amends, almost at the damn home run, right. but it turns out to be a two-run double. Why is Kevin Ploiecki in the game still hitting? He's batting 83. Like, that's a zero in front of the eight. 
And his reasoning after the game was something along the lines of, if I bring in Rene Rivera, then the next time that spot comes up, I have to hit the pitcher. Good. It's better than Kevin Ploiecki hitting. It's 083. Oh, terrible. Yeah, and Terry Collins afterwards uh, giving that explanation had me so dizzy. I was like, yeah, I guess he was right. I guess. No, no, he wasn't right. But he talked around it so well. I was like, yes, I get what you're saying, Terry. I, I didn't have an issue because they tried to make an issue of the fact that, you know, Familia, God forbid, pitched three days in a row. Stop yeah. it. It was like nine pitches the night before, please. I think my favorite part, though, was on the uh, Flores, what looked like the home run. Yeah. Uh, that wasn't the uh, Giants uh, center fielder jumped up for the ball, slammed into the wall. That he actually looked in his glove like it might be in there. Well, he did. <laughs> it did hit his glove. That was awesome. And I don't remember. Was that the kid Gorky's Hernandez? Gorky's? Is that who that was? I believe I so, remember, Jerry. Gorky's. Yeah. And spoiled a nice outing by my mechanic, Tommy Malone. Hey. <laughs> by the way, he wasn't terrible. Tommy Malone. Tommy Malone. Six hits, five of them singles, Jerry. How about the fact Not terrible. He had an RBI single. That's right. How about that? My main man, Tommy Malone. That's a bad law. You're a Met fan. That's a bad law. They won the series, but now you go into Milwaukee, just like, ugh. But the last few series they've won, it's come that way. They win the first two. Agreed. And they but do a this terrible they had thing. won. They did. And then, not only that, you give it. Let's be honest. They gave away a game yesterday. And because if they get a base hit in the sixth inning, the game's over as well, and they would have extended the lead. And then the Nat Buck Showalter, and I know probably didn't stay up for this, what the hell is Buck Showalter doing intentionally walking Daniel Murphy as the winning run? They come back and beat the Orioles, so the Mets, who look like they might gain some more ground, wind up losing a full game. Terrible, terrible day for the Mets. And off today, Matt Harvey returns tomorrow That's right. in Milwaukee. I'll yep. be tuned into that specifically because it's the Matt Harvey return. And it's a Friday night. Holla. Sure. I'll be having a couple of beers, Jerry. And asleep by 9. Well. 8.30? I hope to make it till at least. <laughs> I want to make it longer than Harvey makes it. Do you? Well, that could be 8.30. Well. Do you on Friday have dinner at 4.30? No. Like, what is the do Duke's like a 6 routine? Friday. Six, oh, you really stretch it out there. 6 p.m. I do go to the same place every Friday night, though. My God. The same place where now the guy knows me at the place. As Al Dukes or just the pain in the ass that comes in every Friday at 6 p.m.? He knows me as a regular guy that's here every Friday. I'm a regular, Jerry. I walk in, I wave, take my seat. That's very nice. Eat my pizza. Watch my, I request the Mets. Say we was golf on. Well, golf, so yeah, why not? The golf channel. That thing runs golf all day long. Well, that's why it's called the golf channel. But there channel, can't be you golf jackass. constantly you going on. MLB Network? Yeah, but they can't have There's golf. There's always baseball. Always. There's highlight shows. By the way, there is always golf on because they yes. play the European tour golf. They have the women's golf. They will play golf from, you know, all over children the world. Children golfing in. Uh, I haven't seen children oh, okay. golfing on it. There's a show Although idea. they do have the teed up program, so they could have that on as well. They do have collegiate golf sometimes. Miniature golfing. It's called 24-7 golf. That's why it's called the Golf Channel. I had an idea for a miniature golf in Manhattan. <laughs> oh, because space go. Because space is so limited. Yes. It's just one hole, and every time once you get, a, get the ball in the hole, I change the... Uh, the, the the thing on the hole. So, for the example, thing on the hole. What I'm does not that re- mean? Meaning this way, you go up there. It's a windmill. <laughs> you g- get your ball in the hole. I take the windmill out. I put a fake alligator. Now it's an alligator hole. You finish that hole. So, hold on a second. That way, it's just like one small. Because you really, you really thought this through with the whole space thing. Real estate is tight in yeah. Manhattan. It's also very expensive. So your theory of miniature golf, yeah, <laughs> would be. 
one customer for about a half hour. <laughs> I hadn't thought that part through. So you're going to make, I would say, you charge them $7 to play. You're going to make $14 an hour in New York City. So and and nothing says New York like windmills and alligators. How about it's the Statue of Liberty? It's the Empire State Building? Well, it's you have to Nations. have a, but Eddie, you know this, on any miniature golf course, you have to have a windmill. You have to have a windmill. A pit pickpocketer coming at you? <laughs> that would be my New York uh, one. <laughs> A body outline. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You have to get around the police body outline in yeah, order to that's, score. That's brilliant. Uh, it's a great idea, but not Thank at, you. you know, $47 a square foot. Oh. I don't and, think that's going to work. And, Jerry, uh, Matt Harvey's exes came out of the woodwork on their Instagram accounts yesterday. and took Pile on time. And took what I thought were kind of veiled shots. Adriana Lima tweeted out a quote, responsibility equals the love on what you do. Oh, shut up. I'm not sure what that means, but I kind of feel like it was a shot at Matt Harvey. How did they, I don't understand how they live their life through the papers or through social media like Instagram. This. Whatever. And I then mean, uh, an Instagrammer asked Adriana Lima on Instagram, do you feel responsible? She wrote no. Then how about this gal piling on? Anya Sawinska. No chance I'm saying that right, but she is a foreign model right. who had dated Matt Harvey. She tw- she Instagrammed out a quote, some people create their own storms, then get upset when it rains. By the way, I'm okay with that. These read like fortune cookies, though. I'm not sure that they made up these quotes. I like that one, though. That one's pretty good. And it also doesn't mention him. Right. So that's fine. People are just two plus two equals four. Fine. But he's not. she's not calling him out. The Adrian Lima thing is they just broke up, so you understand it. And the picture of her in the paper, not, not flattering. Not great. She looks fake. That's what I would, if I was him yesterday, I would have Instagrammed that picture and just wrote, <laughs> Take hash, a look at yourself. <laughs> hashtag not great. <laughs> hashtag not great, exactly. This portion brought to you by your neighborhood Ace. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. It's also the place for national brands like Scott's and miracle Grow and local expertise to help you grow the lawn and garden you've always wanted. Only at Ace, the helpful place. A couple more things to get to, including Derek Jeter and Alex Rodriguez. Yes, the relationship. Uh, and then Boomer and Carton at the top on the fan. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry, it's the shortest show on WFAN. Right, a couple more minutes before the top. This portion brought to you by CC's. Giants did beat the Mets yesterday 6-5. to Mets blew a 3-1 lead, then tried to come back after they were down 6-3. Couldn't. The Mets are off tonight in Milwaukee tomorrow. That's the Matt Harvey start. Tonight at the stadium, really good series opening up. Yankees and Astros. You take a look at these two teams. Yankees have the best win percentage in Major League Baseball at 677. Astros have the most wins uh, in baseball, so it should be fun. Uh, portion brought to you by CC's. Now at CC's, three new deep dish pizzas, new original deep dish jalapeno cheddar, and garlic parmesan, all on the unlimited buffet for just five and change. Al, I mentioned the Yankees. Did you see, I guess it was Dan Lebitard of ESPN that put out there that he knows factually uh, that Derek Jeter was beside himself with that. Remember we played the audio of that CNBC interview with A-Rod? That very awkward interview where they were... Yeah, and I guess uh, Jeter was really ticked because no one told him he was doing it with A-Rod. But what's weird is the the interview started, they were both sitting there together. And I thought smiling. Yes. I mean, Jeter should be happy A-Rod was there. Even if he doesn't get a, uh, get along with A-Rod, A-Rod saved that interview. Big, twice. That guy was, uh, the host was really going in on Jeter, and Jeter just sitting there not knowing what to do or say, looked very uncomfortable. A-Rod with his now multiple broadcasting skills, hosting and commenting, he was able to turn the interview 
into, you know, steer it off of awkward conversations. And at one point highlighting how amazing Jeter's foundation is. Yes. So I agree with you. I thought that whole story was kind of bizarre. It was awkward for the, that whole interview was awkward and a did, tremendous thing to watch on did YouTube. Did you hear JJ after dark this morning? He mentioned how he had Burkhardt on last week. Kevin and, Burkhardt? Yeah, and I guess Kevin was doing one of the highlight shows. And A-Rod just shows up on an off night and brings in Starbucks for the entire crew and says, all right, let's watch some baseball. Nice. That seems kind of neat. I do see Kevin Burkhardt trying to, like, uh, tag A-Rod in different tweets and Instagrams looking well, for a A-Rod little interaction. Well, but A-Rod mentioned Burkhardt after oh. the World Series was over. I forget if he, what's the, what show he was on. He was on one of these shows at this station. It might have been Joe and Evan. Mentioning how awesome Kevin is at driving the bus and being the guy. I mean, so it kind of goes both ways. So they're friends, Jerry, in uh, well, real life. They're at least... They have Starbucks together. They're real colleagues that like coffee. At Homer the- and Carton right now. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.